Let's take a deep breath in through our noses and now through our mouth. As you might know by now, I love the Middle Ages and I am passionate about finding out how it really was for the royals to live their life beyond the power, the elegance, the luxury that they enjoyed, beyond the things that we can see. And our goal here is to find inspiration and to choose to be more grateful and more happy with our life. This is what we all want, right? And when I read about the life of different royals or watched movies or series about them, I found out that their life was actually pretty complicated. And as they actually mentioned several times, kings and queens have many privileges but happiness is not one of them. But what I want to give you with this episode is a different perspective on your life. I want you to take a step back and like Natalie Sadder was saying in our interview, see it as a movie. This will help make the comparison much easier. So how was the life of a king or a queen compared to your life right now? Let's start with our first topic food for the kings and queens most of the food was limited to the surrounding areas due to war some areas weren't accessible because of that transport it was really complicated to get different foods from faraway lands for instance Henry VIII never tasted potatoes or tomatoes something that for us is I don't know, laughable we find these literally everywhere and I really feel bad for him because tomatoes taste amazing and they're like my favorite vegetable <laughs> the refrigeration methods were not as advanced as they are today even if they wanted things that were further away until they got there to their castle most probably they would have been rotten already and for other things that we enjoy every day and we find at every store people back then went to war for you can buy cinnamon or sugar at a store for dirt cheap but people actually went to war for that stuff cinnamon, sugar and salt were like platinum to those people. Entire nations were built on the premise of acquiring the slightest amount of what we now have readily available. It's really hard to imagine, even for me as I'm saying this, that there was a time in which not even the kings were able to afford these simple things that we now enjoy on a daily basis. Another fun fact about food was that the bread that was served at the king's table was white. And the whiter it was, the better. And the whiter bread was given to the guests of the appropriate status. Now, white bread and white flour is a commodity. 
even the poorest people in most parts of the world can afford white bread. Also, another interesting fact is that wine was considered a high-status drink. So you could expect it to be served at a royal banquet. Now wine is affordable for us all. Of course, there are pretty expensive wines as well, but we can enjoy what was a high-status drink at a really affordable price. So what are other things that we enjoy when it comes to food that they didn't? Well, we have a selection of food from all around the world. If we go to the supermarket, we can find fruit that are not from the part of the world that you're in. You can find vegetables that are from different parts of the world. Fish, cheese, nuts, drinks. Many of them, you might have no idea what they are. But still you have easy access to them and you have an abundance of them. We can choose the best vegetable, the best fruit that we want to buy. And another thing about food, we don't need tasters. Nobody wants to poison us. We actually have people that make sure that the food is okay, that it will not poison us, and nobody has to die for you to eat. Oh, and I almost forgot about the apps that we have. We don't even have to be in a restaurant to order the exact kind of food that we want. We can just look at pictures on a communication tool that we have in our hands and with a few taps we can order the exact meal that we want and in a relatively short amount of time we're getting it wherever we are. Doesn't that make you feel like royalty? Plus you can eat Italian today, Chinese tomorrow, Indian food the day after and so on and so forth. The second point is entertainment. The kings and queens had gestures that would do slapstick, sarcasm and practical jokes. They had musicians and actors and they were usually the best in the region. But now we have access to the best in the world and to many of them for free. We have the best gestures in the world at the click of a button. All the funny episodes for, from Mr. Bean or from Charlie Chaplin or Kevin Hart or stand-up comedians are readily available for us. We have access to the best music at the highest quality. Everything from Mozart to today's best artists. If we have a song that we want to listen to, we can find it. If we have a certain mood, we can play songs that have to do with that mood. We don't have to wait. We have the best musicians all the time right here with us in our pockets. We have access to the best actors, the best movies with huge companies doing their best and investing millions to offer you something that would make you choose them. HBO, Netflix, Amazon, Apple, they're all in a battle to give you the best quality and the most diversity from which you can choose from. The third point is access to knowledge. Sure, kings and queens had tutors, books, 
the best in their region or they were sent away to study. But now we have access to the best tutors in the world, easily. We have high quality animated videos and video lessons from people that know a little bit more than you do and also from people that are experts in their crafts. Knowledge is no longer reserved for just a few and we have access to so much more knowledge than they could ever dream of. The fourth point is travel. They needed a big entourage to make sure that they would be safe. Travel took a lot of time and was uncomfortable. It took days or even weeks to reach the destination. For instance, I found an isochronic map from 1914 that measures the time distance from London to different parts of the world. To reach the US from London, it took you 5 to 10 days according to the map. And that's just 100 years ago. But if you wanted to get to Australia, for instance, you needed to prepare for a journey that would take anything from 20 days to 30 days. And now you can get to the other side of the globe in a day. For instance, in about 18 hours you can get from Oakland to Dubai, from Los Angeles to Singapore, or from Houston to Sydney, or from Perth to London. And you don't need to hire some bodyguards to be there with you on the travel so that you will feel safe or that you will be safe. You can travel to most parts of the world without having to worry about your own security, your own safety. So from this point of view, your life is much better than the life of a king or a queen. And the fifth and final point is health and life expectancy. The average life expectancy of an English king was 46 years. They didn't have access to antiseptics and antibiotics, making them mo much more fragile to all kinds of illnesses and not even their best doctors could save them from things that we can easily treat nowadays. We have our modern medicine, we have alternative medicine, we have plant-based medicine from all parts of the world and the knowledge of the human body is much more advanced. And we have access to this, but the kings and queens of the old could only dream of something like this. And the fun fact about the royals is that, for instance, having a bath or a shower was not something done as a daily routine. Heating and carrying all the water up from the well in buckets was very labor-intensive, so baths were considered a special treat. The actions necessary for us to take a bath now only take us one second of minimal physical effort and we have enough abundance to be able to do it every day if we want. So think about these two pictures and how life was for the royals in the past and for how many things you can be grateful for as a human to live in these days and to enjoy so many of the blessings that only kings and queens were able to enjoy 
a few hundred years ago. And the bonus point that I want to talk about is that to enjoy all of these things, they were in positions of great power, responsibility and stress. Most had to make decisions each day that would mean the death of some people. If they made mistakes, the costs were great and all of the assassination attempts or traitors that they had to deal with surely took a toll on them, either making them apathetic or tormenting them while having to put up a strong image in front of their subjects because a sign of weakness could have great consequences on their own life, on the life of their families, as well as on the country they ruled. I, for one, am grateful to have it so much better than a king of the old. I enjoy so many blessings and privileges without having that huge pressure and responsibility on my shoulders. Today, enjoy your life like a king or a queen. Because from many points of view, your life is even better than theirs were. Thank you so much for listening, for subscribing and for sharing this episode. And let me know, what other things would you add to the list? Let me know on Instagram at the Gratitude Podcast or at hello at georgianbenta.com. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.